everybody, LJ here on behalf of WrestleZone, and today I'm joined by the bad girl of Sydney, Australia, Kingsley. How are you today? Hello, I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic to be talking with you. This will be airing in 2024, but technically we have upheld our tradition of having an interview every single year for the we last like four years. I think this... I think this may be our sixth or seventh something, something like, like that. that it's at yeah. least number six at least yeah um definitely so we have a lot to catch up on it's been about a year and three months ish since the last yeah, time i talked cool. to you a lot since we saw each other i know well yeah well it's been yeah. like a year and a half since we saw each other yeah. and then we had our, our interview last year but it's been it's been a while. You've been to uh you've been up to a lot this year, and a lot has definitely changed. The last time I talked yes. to you, you were still kind of transitioning yourself into a singles competitor, but now you're mm-hmm. you're back into a lot of tag team and multi-person yeah. action, representing the backslide <laughs> girls alongside Shade Cassidy and Everett Connors. So, I mean, for those who don't know, can you walk us through how this trio came to be? What led you three to joining forces? Yeah, so it, it was very interesting because um, I feel like the three of us were kind of in limbo for a bit. Um, we are sort of like trying to figure ourselves out as single competitors. And then just one day it was just like, okay, let's try something fun. Cass and I, or Shay Cassidy, sorry, uh, we had a girls' night. And we <laughs> it's so dumb. We were watching this Korean, like, like scary movie with the girls um I think it was called White the Curse of the Melody and basically it was sort of like Final Destination but for like pop stars and then Mm. we were like this is just like wrestling the whole like the politics of it like the the whole like superstardom of it just it was a very fun thing and we're just like why don't we just maybe just try this out maybe like a singing dancing group removing the obviously the the murder (laughs) aspect of it obviously um but yeah we were like let's just let's just pitch this um and then see how this goes and the booker he actually quite he really enjoyed just the concept of like a group of just a group of people singing and dancing and then kind of making that wrestling in a way um and then it was originally Cass and I Shay Cassie and I and then um yeah we were just like we just I don't know we need a third and then we just kind of we just went through the list and for some reason it it just felt right that Everett Connors was the third girl (laughs) he he gives baby girl you know he's giving girly pop vibes and we're just like He's the one. He's perfect. And he's really fantastic as a wrestler. So as if we wouldn't want to snag him up. So that's how the three of us came in. And then we added also David Streamer as our like, like asshole manager as well. So it's yeah. a very fun dynamic. And it's we've only had like maybe three matches, but we're really enjoying it right now. So yeah, that's how it came about. Yeah, I mean, it, like you said, you kind of alluded to the fact that you are the wrestle pop sensation sweep in the nation. That's a, a lot, but I, I absolutely love it. And like you said, you incorporate a lot of singing and dancing into your ring entrance. I know you are not afraid of of karaoke <laughs> and, and singing and all of that. Uh, do you have any uh, personal aspirations to be involved in music outside of the wrestling landscape? <laughs> Oh, you know what? It's kind of in my genetics, to be honest, to veer in that direction, being half Filipino. <laughs> so yes. it's sort of like 
singing is the Olympic Games to us. So, um, yeah, look, it's it's an avenue that I haven't explored yet greatly, but it's something I do enjoy doing a lot. Um, probably a bit more than wrestling, unfortunately for wrestling fans. <laughs> but um, but no, singing is sort of like it's been cathartic. It's been a, such a, a great escape um, and a really good skill to learn. Um, and yeah, maybe, maybe uh, other than the, the Backside Girls theme song I've released, maybe something else might come about, you know? <laughs> I mean, let's talk about this theme song because it's a freaking bop. It's it's a it's a, <laughs> wrestle, it's a wrestle bop, I think, as it would probably be called. Talk about, I mean, the, the process of putting this together, like yeah. stylistically, musically, all of that stuff. Yeah, so I have a few audio engineering friends um, from my real life work. Yeah. Um, and we had our usual guy who's done the PWA theme songs. And unfortunately, he was lined up to help us, but something came up in his personal life. So I was just like, we have three weeks until a Coliseum. <laughs> oh, no, what are we going to do? So I hit up my friend um, and then I was just like, look, short notice, but these are our references. We want Britney Spears. We want Backstreet Boys. We're, it's giving like 2000s millennial like Y2K, you know, Bratz music, you know, menu music. Um, yeah, just something just a bit fun, you know, fun but straightforward. I think was the what I said because we didn't want to make a song that was too intricate we wanted something that was repetitive straightforward easy to remember um and yeah so I worked on that with my friend within that three-week time frame before Coliseum hit it was very short <laughs> Um, it was a lot of back and forth between myself and then Shay Cassidy and Everett Connors seeing what they liked taking out what we hated and um yeah, and then we just, it just came about this uh, nice little Backslide Girls theme. Yeah. All within a, 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 yeah. a three-week span. That's, I mean, yes. that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not an expert, so I actually don't know how long it takes to produce songs, but I would think like three weeks, especially like getting multiple people's input in, mm. putting it together and, and all yeah. of that had to have been kind of fun, but also like stressful. It was fun and stressful, yeah. Like with that time frame, it was definitely like cracking down on deadlines for sure and sticking to it and being as clear as possible with communication. And I'm glad that we're such a good team and such good friends. Um, we knew what we wanted and we were very honest with each other with what we hated or didn't didn't like or didn't work. And then yeah, and then relaying back to that back that information to my friend, and he was like, "Yep, yeah, great, fantastic. Let's change it up. Let's add this, add that." It was very like boom, 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 boom. And then here we are. <laughs> so yeah. Well, we can get Kingsley on tour 2024, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just need an excuse to get you back over here to the States selfishly. I know. <laughs> now the I'm backslide dying. girls itself, mm. the the three of you, or I guess the four of you made a video talking about the name behind that. Obviously, it's kind of inspired by girl power vibes, but can you tell yeah. us more about the origin story of this stable name and how you landed upon backslide girls? It was it was With a Z, a by a... the way. Yeah, we, we had to throw in the Z at the end. We we had to make it cool and edgy, you know, and bring it back to like the, the Y2K millennial yeah. pop star type feel to it. Um, yeah, look, honestly, it was 
we refer to what worked in the past with other tag teams, um, which is kind of giving away, I guess, the wrestling aspect to it. Like the prefects in PWA had the schoolboy. Um, and I guess we were a bit inspired of like how simple like that kind of storytelling was. Like the schoolboy, you can't kick out the schoolboy. No one kicked out the schoolboy. And like the backslide girls is sort of like, I don't know, backslide is it's, it's just such a fun pin to do. Uh, and I feel like out of like, I don't know, it's just no one does a pin as a finisher anymore. Um, I feel like the last time we've seen it was the prefects in PWA. Um, but yeah, no, it we like backslides. <laughs> it's pretty simple. We just like backslides. Backslide girls just kind of rolled off the tongue as well. Um, so any other pin with like the crucifix pin girls or so it just doesn't fit, you know. <laughs> backslide <laughs> also could be kind of a, a dance move too, you know, you're like yeah. sliding like backwards. Was, I feel like yeah. Yeah, it really was um, giving those vibes. Like, it could be a dance move. It could just, it, I don't know, it just fit very well. <laughs> um, and we just kind of rolled with it, and here we are. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. And I know you personally have taken some inspiration from pop culture and music and implemented it into your ring gear. Mm. I know we talked about Doja Cat last year. Oh, I know it's one yeah. of your favorite gears it's one of my favorite yes. gears as well and so I, I kind of wanted to talk about that it, it's kind of the same inspo I feel like that you yeah. guys are creating for the presentation of the backslide girls what, what can you tell us more about the process of crafting this kind of cohesive look for the three mm. of you in in the process of creating that yeah um so I think the main thing was um it was very Britney Spears yes. <laughs> um just a, a very a very loose inspiration from Britney um I think specifically from uh me against the music that music video where she had the collar tie um it was very business um the suspenders as well like no one's doing suspenders I'm just like that's fashion <laughs> you know um so we chucked that in um and I feel like the color scheme of pink and purple wasn't really used at the moment um people are going back to purples I've noticed a lot of greens and blues are popping up mm -hmm. but like the bright pink like in your face pink it wasn't used at the moment so I was just like well that's very like girly pop it's simple it's very easy to identify um as as a team as well with like the pink and purple girls <laughs> um especially to new crowds you you want something distinguishable as well so but yeah it's very Britney um and we'll, we're gonna see what other what other pop stars we're gonna loosely uh take inspo mm -hmm. from in the future so yeah but this particular gear is very like loosely based off Britney Spears yeah <laughs> it's very interesting though because before this anyway I would say you and Shay specifically had some very noticeable differences I feel like Shay yeah. at least used to embody a, a darker kind of edgier vibe you've always been very loud and vibrant mm -hmm. Talk about that dynamic and how you've been kind of able to strike a balance between them. Obviously, Shay has kind of evolved to a similar kind of, she's not obviously not loud. Nobody can out loud mm. you, but she's kind of also evolved herself too as a character with the Backside yeah. Girls too. Yeah, I, I, I love seeing Shay's process um, and her journey through this. Um, yeah, she used to be like this gothic, dark brooding, yeah. silent character. And I think she really wanted to just break out of like that silent character, which I feel like would have been really interesting having a silent character next to me as, you know, a backslide girl. But I don't know, I think she felt maybe 
maybe restricted or something like that, just not talking, this and that. But I feel like, I don't know, it's fun for her. Like, and I think the consistent thing that we've had that we've taken from her old character um, is Barnaby, yes. which I feel like people are relating really, really, really well. To. He's out of the hospital uh, now, I saw. He's out of the hospital, guys. He He's done with doing death-defying dives from five-foot balconies, you know, or 50 feet. I don't know. I, I don't do math. I don't do meters. I don't do feet. <laughs> but very tall balconies. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, her it's it's gonna be very interesting watching Shay um evolve in this because like I said, we've only had what maybe three, four matches together. We're still she's still kind of figuring it out. Um she's definitely more of a dancer than uh, a singer and I'm more of a singer than a dancer so it, it balances <laughs> I, out though like and I, I feel saying, like that's the yeah. balance <laughs> like she's been she's been really great really really great because like sometimes I'd be like what dancers do we do what do we do and she goes it's fine we got this 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 I'm like okay <laughs> okay cool and I'll just sing fantastic so her her mind is great she's a fantastic wrestler too um she hasn't lost her aggression in this new like path that she's taken yeah. uh, which is really really good because I feel like both of us are quite aggressive in our wrestling styles as well so yeah you'll get the soft side of like the dancing and the singing this and that but once the bell rings I feel like you'll still see like a consistency with our styles at least so yeah with a bit of fun <laughs> yeah I, I'm trying to think too not that there's much of a difference you're a millennial I I think she's a, a Gen Z. She's a Gen so, Z. So, I mean, you're, like I said, you're really not that far off in age, but nah. a, a little bit. Has there been, like, when you're coordinating, like, the dance moves and that, have you noticed kind of a, a difference a little bit in that dynamic? She's got she's got more healthier hips than I do. That's what I've noticed. <laughs> Mind you, Kingsley's not even 30. I know I'm not even, but I'm feeling like there's 10 <laughs> years on me <laughs> from my age, honestly. Oh my god! But no, she's um yeah, she's definitely a Gen Z, but like she brings such a vibrancy to the team, and um yeah, just like her humor, it is like I don't know, it's just we we've been really really bouncing off each other, like different perspectives, and just like our humor has been really like clicking um together. So despite what year she's born in, um yeah, I there's a a, a very like. I don't know. She brings a freshness to this team, I think, um, which I think is what was needed um, as well. Um, whether we were by ourselves or in a team, I think she brings a, a very youthful aspect to it. So, yeah. Yeah, obviously, just <laughs> you, obviously you've known both Shay and Everett for a couple of years now. Yeah. But take us back to your uh, first impressions. I know obviously now uh, Everett is married to one of your good friends, yeah. Charlie Evans. So perhaps that's how y'all met. But can you talk about your first initial impressions of each of them individually? Oh, my gosh. I, I just remember specifically Shay is just so funny and <laughs> just like, she was shy a little bit, a little bit shy, but then you kind of like, you know, chip away the the cracks and like of her personality and she's just unhinged and it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> um, where was it? I think it was Nui, like Newcastle Pro Wrestling. I first met her. Um, yeah, like I said, she was very um still discovering herself, um, yeah. just discovering wrestling on a whole really and just where she fit in. And um 
I think her coming to PW, PWA training with us more like she just really like just brought out like such a fresh like personality and just such a vibrant person I love her she's fantastic um and then Everett Connors oh my god <laughs> when did I first meet him oh my gosh um I it's funny because I knew about him well before I even met him yeah. um and long um distance. yeah very it was a long distance thing I think it was like during COVID I knew about him or like maybe post-COVID and um like Charlie was just gushing about him like non-stop and like oh yeah you just get I just got a really good vibe from him you know and he, he just everything he, she spoke about him was with such love and compassion and just such admiration towards this person and you can you can feel it from him as well and my first impressions was just like yeah that's that's a guy that I want in my friend's life you know mm -hmm. and um and I'm so glad that he's with us like as our friend physically <laughs> we get to hang out with him and um he's just he's just so funny like I don't know I just attract like all these like little little weirdos like in the best kind of way you know um he's just he's so cool he's so cool like always dyeing his hair he's like Ramona Flowers from like Scott Pilgrim he's all his hair is a different color every month <laughs> and um yeah he's just like like cast like they're both such vibrant people they just every time they walk in the room it's just like oh thank god you're here it's just so much better that you're here <laughs> you know um there's such a positive aura between like the two of them so yeah that's how I feel towards them they're fantastic um and I'm so glad to be working with them because I think I'd be crying in a corner wondering who I am <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah. You got that girl power vibes going on. Yeah. And and, and, and on that topic, I have to bring up something that I am really excited about that is coming near you. And that is the second ever Empower event, which again is an all-women show run by wrestling legend Mickey James. But this time it will be held down under in Australia in April 2024. Obviously, this is a huge opportunity for the Aussies to get more exposure. But as someone who is active in the Australian wrestling scene, what was your initial reaction upon hearing this announcement? And maybe what does it it mean to you? Obviously, the card has not been filled out yet, but I have to imagine there's obviously initial excitement. Yeah, no, I think it's been quite the buzz, um, especially within our girls. Um, so yeah, it's 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 really it's really nice to have someone actually look into our little demographic and just be like you know what let's let's showcase them because we're actually so good like not to be biased or anything but like we're really good um and yeah I'm just so I'm just really 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 happy that someone like especially like Mickey James like is actually taken the time out of her life you know <laughs> to actually look into us and want to be a part of a little Australian little wrestling community so um it'd be no I'm very I'm very interested to see where this leads um but it's just gonna be really fun for us and I think it's a really I think it's a testament to I guess our girls as well 
that someone like Mickey James is actually looking to us because we're actually we're really good. We're actually really good. <laughs> I I know, and and like I said, this is the. I mean, it's going to be great exposure, obviously, for a a, a country and continent that's kind of it's kind of isolated, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't, or at least it doesn't get as much focus as a lot of the other places do. But when I tell you, I mean, obviously uh, we will uh, roll back the curtain a little bit. We obviously knew about this like weeks before that it, it came out, you know, publicly, but my heart was just so warm, especially for you, because I mean, I, I obviously know a lot of you guys, I, I watch all of you. And so to know that you, uh, again, the card hasn't been filled out, but a lot of the performers that are from Australia are going to get an opportunity to perform on a, on a major show like this, I think is just incredible and so well worth it. And I obviously there's going to be bringing in some international mm -hmm. talent as well to mix it up. So I don't know what kind of matchups we're going to get, but I'm excited for the action, but also for everybody else to see what I've been seeing for the last last like four or five years you know and so I that that's especially what I'm super excited about yeah like just just show let us show us like just show us it'll be really really good because yeah I can brag about the girls all all day um individually as teens from you know just you know a to z that we're just really good <laughs> you know well we, we are going to have you brag about some people because talking about talent, I feel like, especially in the last two to three years, we've seen a really influx of new faces in the Australian wrestling scene. So who are some talent from this newer wave that you think people should be taking note of or keeping an eye on? Obviously, Shay Cassidy is, is one as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we all know how I feel about Shay Cassidy, but I think the the one that popped in my head was Delta. Um, I think Delta, it, oh my God, she's, she can murder someone. My God. But she is the sweetest person I've ever met. Oh, she's just so funny and such a great person. But God, she's a good wrestler. Oh my God. She looks phenomenal. Um, and it's just really easy to work with. She's so fun. Um, but yeah, you look at her and I'm just like, as if you haven't got a contract yet, girl, like, like you are a superstar. Um, she's, she's always impressed me, always impressed me as a, as a human being and as, as a wrestler. Um, I think she's, she's, she'll go far, like really, really far. Um, yeah, she's the top person I would really really push hard for really if you want to see someone new that's delta <laughs> you know what's funny though and, and you may not feel like it but you're kind of a, a vet now i feel like no. there's a lot of there's a lot of new names and faces joining the aussie sphere mm. in the last like two years especially which means in these matches you are by default the more experienced competitor so how has that dynamic been for you and how have you approached these situations where you've been the veteran oh it's scary <laughs> because oh I I have this awful thing where I doubt myself sometimes but you know I feel like that's everyone in wrestling um especially in the veteran uh situation I guess yeah. um but honestly um it's been really good I I find myself in situations where it's just like oh, it's not, it's not that bad. <laughs> I know how to wrestle. If I, if I just really think about it and like how to structure a match and this and that, and it's just, it's not that hard. <laughs> you know, it's, you just got to really know like 
you're, um, who you're working with, like what their strengths are, what they don't like, what they can and can't do. Um, but like really focus on showcasing them and what they bring to the table. And I think you'd be fine. But um, most, most cases it has been daunting because I don't sometimes see myself as a, a vet. <laughs> um, I have coaches who are like, well beyond their years and I see them as like the vets and but like I keep forgetting that like I actually started in like 2017 you know <laughs> um so yeah it's a bit daunting but I, once you get like your reps in it's it's not too bad <laughs> yeah there you know obviously there's still some people who have more experience but I feel like like I said there's been a there's been a, I feel like a noticeable wave of new names coming in which yeah. so it's kind of a new dynamic for you to be working with them and have them like look to you for stuff you know so I mean that's yeah. as you know I know you're still trying to figure out yourself you know too but mm. you know it's a it's a cool responsibility to have I I, I feel yeah. like and, and it's it's a testament to you know your work that you've put in but one vet that has definitely made waves in 2023 was Jessica Troy who yeah. defeated Ricky South to win the PWA heavyweight championship at PWA Coliseum in October. After the match, I saw a video of obviously you and the locker room celebrating with Jessica in the ring. Can you talk about that moment in, in seeing Jessica become the first woman to hold the PWA heavyweight championship? Oh, so good, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it's it's been a long time coming, I think, and um, she really deserved that. Um, she is, I, I guess, she is our face of the the women's locker room, really, and honestly, just uh, just a face of the entire locker room, I have really. To agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, she's she's been such a great leader. Um, backstage and in ring, and it's just oh it really drives home like the message of like what we believe in like women's wrestling is wrestling um and weight divisions and all that it doesn't matter like she is legitimately the best wrestler in PWA and honestly in the world in my opinion um and that's just my, some people might think I'm biased but like you really don't understand how good she is like fantastic she's just fantastic um I can't even fault her <laughs> like I can't find a fault in this person because she is that good so um it's it was such a nice moment for her but it was it meant so much to us women <laughs> um just seeing her with that belt it's just like yes okay this is the start of something really like important to us and to this company and to wrestling so yeah love to see where it goes now yeah. And you were talking about, you know, Jessica being, I mean, I have to agree her being basically the face of definitely the women in Australia, but arguably the face of Australia as, as a whole, I would, I could, I have the argument, which is why, I mean, I've already put it out there. Like she absolutely needs to be booked for an empower. I, it just yes. like, she, like she should be the top priority, like at, at Mickey James. Like I yes. already told her that. Um, but like <laughs> it definitely needs to happen. But I know another yeah. person who you value very dearly is Jude London. He did a lot <laughs> this year. He had a whole tour of the United States. He held a bunch of tag team gold. So you might be able to learn a, a thing or two from him now that you're back in tag team competition. But before mm -hmm. we talk about that aspect, talk about, give us your assessment of his 2023 as a whole. 
Oh, he just doesn't stop, does he? <laughs> like, I've never met someone so fixated on wrestling and being better at wrestling. He's such a perfectionist at it. Um, he just he just loves it so much. He loves it, um, which is really inspiring because sometimes I have days where I'm just like, what am I doing? Why am I wrestling? <laughs> you know, what what is this? And then he just ties it back home and goes this is like this is something that's something that's important to you this is the passion this is your life um and you're really good at it so he's been really good a, a good reminder of what's the positive aspects of um wrestling and why why I should care about it <laughs> um because um he's just he's just really good he's a, such a positive light in wrestling um as a person as a as a wrestler and um also another person I can't even fault in wrestling as well because I think he's that good um even as a singles competitor and as a tag team um partner to Paris de Silva um I think he really like he really drove it home when he had that match with Zack Sabre Jr um yeah, yeah. like I thought yeah I had a lot of like oh, yeah, this person's going to have match of the year. This is going to be the match. I I legitimately think Jude London versus Zack Sabre Jr. is the match of the year because we don't get to see him much as a singles competitor, and I think he really proved to us that he's such a good wrestler in that match and he can keep up with the greats, really. So, um, But, yeah, he's had a busy year, you know, just flying around, wrestling Zack Sabre Jr., you know? <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. So I hope people have noticed that <laughs> overseas because he really deserves, um, so does Paris de Silva. They really deserve to go to Japan or something. They really do. <laughs> the velocities for people who aren't aware, you know, they, I mean, Jude, I think this year alone, um, he's had it four, four tag team title reigns, like yep. within the, yep. this year, four different companies. Yeah. He like, won the, him and him, Paris won some titles last night. Like, yeah, I know. No, no sleep. Bus, bus. Another club, another club, another RSL, another venue, another tag team title. <laughs> you know, just like, bruh, stop. What about me? <laughs> I mean, I mean, exactly. I mean, you've you've spent a lot of time with him. You've seen him wrestle. Yeah. Can you talk about some of the things that you've maybe learned from Jude that you've maybe applied to your own work or your mindset? Oh, just not being afraid of changing yourself a little bit. Um, I think he also had a little similar thing where he felt like being Jude the Dude was a bit stale. And um, he didn't know whether or not maybe it was a character thing or a moveset thing. But, like, I think recently he's um, – I hope, he, hope he's okay with me telling this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he, he recently took up, like, Taekwondo or something like that, like, as another hobby, um, much like how I took up singing so it's just little things like that but he implemented like some stuff from taekwondo into his wrestling which changed up his moveset he has that really cool cool um excommunicado and just like doing like splits like in his matches just randomly just you know just he's been really just unafraid of testing the waters and I think that's something that I needed to really get used to and he's been really inspiring and like for that and for that reason just trying something new in my wrestling um and my movesets and my character and all that so yeah that's the main thing really 
I mean, you did recently try something new. It wasn't in the ring, but you did commentary a few weeks ago, actually a couple months ago now at this point at World Series Wrestling. Tell us about your experience behind the commentary desk and how you prepared. You don't do commentary a lot. I don't think maybe if at all, but how did you prepare and tell us about your experience? Oh, okay. So it was really funny. Um, Yeah, we didn't really prepare. Um, it was Will Cadis and I um, that did commentary for the Sydney Show World Series. Yeah. Um, honestly, we were given a run sheet. We were sent, we were told these are the matches. Um, we were supposed to be prepped up a couple of days ago, but I think the card kept changing. It was just a thing of like, we'll just see on the day, like what happens. Um, and then, yeah, we were told the rundown of like what's happening in the show. And then we were just trusted with the microphone <laughs> um I think they we were put forward because um someone else was supposed to um do the commentary they couldn't unfortunately um and then they told the the booker that hey Will Cadis and Kingsley are, are very good talkers um so hopefully we can trust them to do commentary and honestly I think we did a great job I think we brought a wrestling personality to commentary um rather than like the usual commentary you probably hear like maybe a sports voice or something like that you know what I mean um yeah I thought it was fun it was a bit daunting there was a few little hiccups here and there but that was our first go going and I hope people enjoyed it because we really enjoyed it so yeah (laughs) I mean, it helps too that you, I mean, you know, a lot of the people on the roster yeah. and you know, they're, I mean, you probably wrestled a bunch of them too. Yeah. So, I mean, that obviously helps as well that, you know, people's work leading into it and, and their, maybe their moves and you've worked with them personally. So I feel like that definitely helps. Definitely can attest because I did a virtual commentary for almost two years. It was, it was still very daunting, even two years in, mm. you know? Um, it's, it's, it's a whole different ball game, especially when you're just kind of thrust into it, you know, yeah. but like you said, you are very good on the mic. And I feel like that's something you've kind of always been comfortable with, but mm-hmm. how do you think that you've grown personally and professionally these last few years? Oh God. How do I, oh. like I said, it's just being oh it's, it was just being in that awkward phase of like what if who am I <laughs> um and then having people like Jude London changing things up and watching people change around me um being that kind of like that drive to be like okay what's next for me and what can I do to make this fun or what can I do to you know I don't know just change it up a little bit so yeah, like you said, you spoke to me last year, I think, yeah, last year, and I was still kind of umming and eyeing. who am I, yeah. <laughs> you know, extra, you know, midlife crisis, you know, <laughs> type thing in wrestling. But I don't know, I think I, I've i surrounded myself with new people um, to work with, and I think that was sort of like the thing, like where I was lost in. I was around people that maybe it what just wasn't working, Um where I felt like, oh, this is, I don't know, it just, it's not me. Um, and then put myself by myself and then seeing how I go with that. But then f- kind of like finding myself around the right people. And then that became Shay Cassidy, Everett Connors, even David Streamer, the manager. And yeah, and just, it's something just finally like click. Just throw, I had to like, I had to, I really had to throw myself out of a situation to put myself by myself 
really think about it and then kind of find my way back. I think that's what what really led me here to the backslide girls. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's I mean, we're ever evolving, especially, you know, in in wrestling, you know, you started kind of solo, did a tag team and kind of transitioned to singles. And now you're, I mean, you're still doing both, but you're yeah. slowly transitioning back into creating and, and investing in the backslide girls. So, you know, yeah. it, which is a, you know, a completely different dynamic for you, especially one that, you know, is, is very physical on your voice and, and on your body yeah. as well. So I think just in general, you've had an interesting journey, you know, and yeah. obviously everything comes with trial and error, but at the time of recording this 2023 is soon coming to a close. So as you look back on this year as a whole, can you tell us about some of your proudest performances in the ring this year? Oh, proudest performances. Okay. Oh, Ella, I might need a bit to think of this. <laughs> um, proudest performances. I think, look, I it's very recent, but I believe the debut of Backside Girls um, with the song, with the dance, performing that, and then actually wrestling straight after, <laughs> very hard. Um, I don't think people, I, I've, I think people really dismiss how much work goes into something like, like that. Um, so I'm really proud of with such a short deadline as well with things falling through and having to find someone else recording it and then night before Shay Cassidy and I having to figure out a dance as well we weren't even in a close proximity of each other she was at her house and I was like an hour away we had to like film each other <laughs> the night before like what about this send and then she'd be like what about this and then just like back and forth in our garages in a mirror <laughs> you know filming each other and then next day just doing a run through and then yep bell rings or like entrance hits and then just having to go and do that I think yeah I'm I'm really proud of that um I don't know if people I don't know if people enjoyed it maybe no I hope they did I know that they did it's a great entrance I don't give a shit about anyone's iconic <laughs> you know I'm doubting myself I've gaslit myself thinking that people hated that like mm, well they don't matter Stop anyway it. so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gaslighting myself it was great um but I think that was a very great experience um for Cass and I um just jumping into that something so foreign and then actually pulling it off so yeah I'm really proud of <laughs> yeah and 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 you should be you know you're starting off this kind of new I guess chapter new era I would say new era of of Kingsley started off very strong with the yeah. wrestle bop you know and you're sweeping the nation so I mean you you had a, a great I guess a grand debut I mean mm. like, that was amazing yeah. so you should be proud of that Thank you very much. I am. <laughs> and now and I have to do it every single time now. <laughs> you signed up for it. You signed I did. Up for you. Uh, that's you, what comes. Yeah. I know. That's what comes with it. Like, you keep, that, keep good, that cardio. Then... Oh, yeah. You know Girl. what's good? You know what's good, though, is you are a tea person and that honey helps your, you know, you're a genius. It does. You're I know, right? I know. Ugh, look, I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> I guess I am. <laughs> You know, your, 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 pa I mean, you, I know you still do tea, but your past, your past gimmick, you know, has kind of helped you out here. It really and, and has. The tea, you know, it Keeps really your voice, is your vocal tea. cords. Mm. <laughs> it has helped a lot, actually. <laughs> so, you already got wrong. the remedies ready to go just in case. Huh. I'm gone. Yeah. 
set that honey up, you know? (laughs) Two more questions for you. As we also look towards the future, what are some of your personal and professional goals for 2024? Oh, 2024. Mm. Look, I would like a, uh, a, I guess, a title run, hopefully. Um, So, yeah. We'll, we'll see how things go with like, I don't know, PWA or even slam. Um, those are like my main two um, priorities at the moment. I think the great promotions um, slam pro wrestling is, yeah, has been really, really good. So um, for me as a singles competitor, just kind of like honing myself there. Um, next week we'll be going for the inaugural women's championship against Jimbo Jesse. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll win. Maybe I won't. But just the fact that, I don't know, the, my, it was really my, I would guess my first real, like, championship match. Um, I would like more of those at least because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I'm really good. I, I I should really toot my horn a bit more because I think I've been around for so long and I think it's time to actually, like, showcase, like, yeah, maybe I am championship, uh, you know, material. So, <laughs> um but yeah more t- um more title runs I think or title shots at least um yeah I'm just and I would really really like to see just where the backslide girls go um so we, it's just such a fun dynamic so many things you can do so many storylines um just really get the creative juices going um but yeah that's me yeah. <laughs> This will be coming out in January 2024. So it is possible that by the time this goes out, you will be a champion. So in the in Maybe. the event that you do, in the events that you do, what would you tell future Kingsley if you become champion by the time this comes out? What will you tell future Kingsley that for finally capturing a title? Um, that you're that bitch exactly. and you 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 deserve that shot. Um, you deserve that shot, you deserve that title, and hold on to it because there are some really great girls out there who might want it as well. So um, but uh sit sit back and enjoy it, you know. That's what I would tell her. So yeah. <laughs> now, final question. Uh, I was peeping through your socials and I came across an interesting <laughs> item on your Amazon wish list. It's, oh, a three, no. it's, it's a three book collection entitled Buttception, a butt within a butt within a butt. So I was just wondering, was there a particular reason you put this on there? What drew you no. to this collection? I was supposed to edit that. I When I made, okay. Um, when I made this Amazon list, I thought it'd be funny just to throw in some really like wacky, Mm. slightly inappropriate things and see if anyone would actually buy it for me um yeah no one's bought me the books yet um I started to read the synopsis but then I said I'm not finishing this yeah look (laughs) I don't know if I was on wine when I was doing this Amazon wish list maybe but also when I'm sober I'm a bit weird too so maybe it was sober kings thinking like ha that's funny um but yeah um you just said you but do... three times in the last 10 seconds but but, but. It's, it's <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm clearly inspired by these books <laughs> so, um yeah um I don't really have much to say but I was just in a mood <laughs> clearly um but I am very serious about the the Dane DeVito pillows and the Dane DeVito uh standee that is not a joke please send that um he is my lord and savior so we we love Danny DeVito in this house (laughs) 
Didn't you? I know we talked about this. Didn't you have a a hamster or some pet? Was it named after him? It was named after some actor. Oh, my rabbit. Oh my god, yeah. Tom Selleck. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love Tom Selleck, my rabbit. Oh my god. He had a he had a brown nose and it looked like a little mustache. That's why. So I was you like, have to oh, have a Danny Selleck. DeVito, whatever pet you get next, you even need to name it after so Danny right. DeVito. Oh, you're so correct. Oh. I'm, I'm definitely putting that on my my dog list, you know, my dog name list, <laughs> which is very extensive already. So, well, if you're if you're watching this, you can get her the Danny. You can order her the Danny DeVito stuff, or you can order her buttception. Just saying. Yeah, I, I can't even say it. it it's it's like a it's, a it's a twin it's a tongue twister. It's buttception, a butt within a butt within a butt. There we go. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, butt within a butt within a butt. Yeah. It's it's a it's um you know a very intellectual. I was I was a little bit alarmed. <laughs> no, not <laughs> Look, maybe yeah. Look, maybe that's why I only get sent eyelashes because then people go oh, but within a butt within a butt. It's just weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. I'll just we're I'll all, just buy the eyelashes for her, <laughs> which I do appreciate too. It's okay. <laughs> we're all a little bit weird. You own it, Kingsley. You own it. I do own it. Send me buttception, but within a butt within a butt. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Before we let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on your social media? You can find me on Instagram, which is Kingsley underscore PW. I think. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is very correct. I should know this. Um, I don't have Twitter. Don't find me there. You will not. Um, and Facebook is just Kingsley hyphen pro wrestler very simple but yeah my main grove is the instagrams yeah she got that link tree in her bio to where you can find yeah. her amazon wish list and her brand yes. army and oh I, yes I, you know i'm i'm waiting for the people um from out of the states to get access to merch you know i'm just saying yeah look i really need to work on that i've just been so busy no, <laughs> i've actually fair. thought about today i'm just like oh I really needed to bring up the, the merch game because yeah. I'm I need I know I need new merch. It's been like two years. I know. I think it's the last so one I got was the koala one. Probably. Yeah, the koala tea. Yeah. yeah. And then proceeds yeah. went to the charity. Yeah. No, that was a great t-shirt. That that flew off the shelves like hotcakes. It was crazy. But um, yeah, no, that was I I'm I'm, I'm very happy about that shirt. That was a great shirt. <laughs> It, it it was and i have the oh no i can't even do it oh, I have no. The, oh no i can't even do it <laughs> yeah i have the oh, oh no, no one too as well. <laughs> that's a great shirt she too. makes fucking great stickers by the way too i i'm the i think that's still the only one in the u.s to have uh her her stickers that she normally only mm-hmm. sells at her merch tables um so i'm yeah honored. you need to you are very once, once you get that stuff set up you need to sell the stickers too because they're really good yeah and I know yeah you designed a lot of them yourself yeah it's a lot of time and exhaustion <laughs> but it's all worth it yeah no i really should i really should so thanks for reminding me every year you're welcome so i should put that i should put that That's in my 2024 diary exactly yeah you know what let's let's add that to like you know to the 2024 list you know more title shots uh, more backslide girls, more merch for everybody, um, not yes. just the merch stand. <laughs> yes, yes. We we need more Kingsley in our lives and Kingsley Forum Power down under as well. Yes, absolutely. Great goal. Great goal. Let, it's giving, let's just manifest. 2024, year of Kingsley. Let's go. And that's the tea. 
Kingsley, thank you so much for joining me here today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. <laughs>